This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's showtime. Good evening. Oh, I do like my new en- the new intro. I'm loving it. I am. I like the little music. I feel like it should be like Hi Ho Silver Lining or something. That intro music. I'll tell you what. I've got to see you in the green room, and Jeff from Alabama was having a disco to do it proper, getting into the into the dancing. Fantastic, Amy. Amy. Um, few hours after the game, uh, Aston Vanilla nil. Our team, Wolverhampton Wanderers, nil. Let's give it your initial thoughts a couple of hours after the game, what you're thinking. You've had a couple of glasses of wine as well. Um, Yeah, I'm not drunk, though. I've only had a few, so don't worry about that. Um, Yeah, I think a bit frustrated with some of the chances that they had that they didn't go in the back of the net, but I'm sure we'll come on to those. But I think I think overall, being objective and looking at the game as a whole, I do think a draw was a fair result. I think ahead of the game, obviously Wolves can't really score goals and Villa without Grealish can't really score goals. So it's always going to be a nil-nil or a one-nil. So I'm pleased that it was a nil-nil, not a one-nil loss, but obviously a bit annoyed that I think there was two very good chances that we could have scored. So a little bit frustrated and again, the whole thing is that I don't think they really played very well in the first half and that same old story. But I'm just ready for the season to be over. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you were saying that before, but then you go, but on the other hand, if you told me the season was over, <laughs> I don't know if I'd No, I'm being like, I mean, fickle, like going around the houses or whatever. But I think overall, you know, Villa are a lot better this year than they were last year. So I think overall... Uh, draw at Villa Park is probably fine um, and we're out of that dreadful spell so you think it's okay what it's about yourself Jane? what about yourself Dave it's another it's another point isn't it it's another point um, just chatting to you in WhatsApp before I, I kind of made myself laugh because we was on about the miss of the season you you talked about 
Villa and that's that second chance that the guy missed from inside the yeah. six yard box. And I'm like, that's miss of the season. And then you've got size hold my beer. <laughs> to, to be fair, to be fair um, to to be fair to size or size, whichever one you want us to call him, I always say size, but whatever. Um, I do think that it happened so quickly that he didn't have time to like know what he was doing. It just happened, but yeah, it's frustrating. It was very very, and he knew he was. They all knew. They all. He was doing the Saez plank for about. Know. Like that Bless him. Middle Bless him. Bless him. He was planked out, but he is the Moroccan prince. He's the joker in the pack, and we do love him. But it was it. It probably is miss of the season, but still. Um, but still. I mean, to sum up um, your uh, performance rating, Amy, and your man of the match tonight. What are you um, going to go for? Let's see whether we agree again on the man of the match or not. I'm going to say six and a half for performance rating. I said six and a half in my really? match reaction, yeah. That's what I've said, yeah. I don't even know for man of the match. Is that really bad? Um, I was torn. Uh, I've got to admit, I found it difficult, but I did come up with one. I've got two. Oh, I had um, two as well. Neto. Yes. So he's one. Yeah. Because one I just think he had, especially coming out in the second half, I think he was quite frustrated in the first half. Um, but came out in the second half, I thought he put a very good shift in. He had a very good day at the office. Um, he was, you know, very hungry. And then my second one, I'm gonna go with Samedo. Oh, interesting. That's different to me. Yeah, go it on. Was, I just think he he there's a few balls that I think he should have got to, but I think overall he had a very good. He seemed to be everywhere for me tonight. He seemed to be. Uh, he just seems to be getting every game a lot more comfortable and confident on the ball and just trusting himself a bit more to just go for it. Which um, I think, looking back to earlier in the season, he was really cautious. Um, but I feel like he's just got a bit more about him now, and I'm really enjoying watching him play. Um, so yeah, those were my two. What, who was your second one? Uh, well, my second one was uh Connor Cody. I thought uh, he had a good game at the back, a Co couple of crucial interceptions, spraying the ball around, and he had two. I mean, I mean, it's it's like like waiting for a buzz, isn't it? He hadn't scored in forever, and then he nearly scored in two games when he hit the inside of the post and set up um that miss of the season. For uh, so and then right at the end he swivelled. I think he was placing. It was on target. The keeper got his hand out. Maybe he should have just, you know, he tried to place it. Maybe he should have leathered it, and it would have gone in. And I listened to him after the game, Cody saying, "I should have scored. I should have scored." But he was also talking about um, after the game. He was also talking about the first half and the second half because that was brought up again, and he was just saying they can't put the finger on it. We just can't keep doing this, having like not playing in the first half and then turning up again in the second half. And I'm sure that's going to be a bit of the theme coming through uh, with the callers tonight as well. Yeah. So are it's, you going to um, pick in your two then, Neto or Samedo? I mean, I can have two, can't I? No, you can't have two. I'm in charge of co-host. I make the rules along with you. So okay, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll get told off. We'll go with you. Um, no, but I do think just onto the Cody thing. I'm sure we'll call it a bit. I just 
I just I'm finding myself a bit like in a alternate universe that I'm actually sat there thinking, my God, Connor Cody's going to score again. I so I just find the whole thing a little bit bizarre. And you can see now because previously when they've had set pieces, he's obviously been told you cannot cross that line. But now you've got Johnny Otto and Samedo hanging back so that all of the back three can uh, go into the box. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Well, that that's fair enough. You maybe uh, the callers can help make your mind up for the end of the uh, for the end of the show, or whether you're going to go on what side of the fence that you're going to fall. Um, certainly, uh, an interesting. It's going to be an interesting one. There's lots of. I think there's going to be lots of talking points tonight. The game of two odds. The the misses not being able to score. Um, Mister Cellophane, um, William Jose, um, because like. Half the time you can't see him on the pitch as well. So that him as well. Um, there's lots of talking points because obviously Wolves could be spending 17 million pounds on him, and is he going to be the answer? Um, I'm sure there's going to be some interest. So let's get stuck in. Let's let's get stuck in. Uh, apparently, apparently you're, you're fiery tonight. Maybe it's the wine telling me off and everything. I don't mind. Always firing. Get told off for this a lot. That's the way it should be. So first off tonight, we're going to have. Um, I'm going to change the background. We're going to have Paul. He was first on, so we're going to bring Paul on. He always talks ever so well and constructively. Let's see what Paul has to say. Hi, Paul. Good evening, um, boys. Hi, Paul. Can you get a light on you, Paul? Let me put the light on. Sorry, I didn't realise it was that bad. Yeah. And for everyone, we are going to be trying to turn the match today. Yeah, you need a, you need a light in yeah. front of you. My living room's terrible for light. Let me try again. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Hello, it's only because listen, Paul. I'm sorry if if there's a problem with getting referred to as looking like Jota, then just say and like we'll, we'll, we'll ban them from the comments. You don't have to do a shadowy figure. How are you, Paul? How are you after that game tonight? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, mixed emotions, I guess. Um, it's easy to point out the negatives, and I'm sure we'll come on to that. But I think I'll start by talking about a few of the few of the positives. Um, clean sheet. I know we were that was we were sailing a bit, little bit close to the wind with that in the first half when they hit the woodwork. Yeah. Better at defending crosses, I thought, from set pieces and open play. Um, both of their wide players were substituted, which is how good our fullbacks were at keeping them quiet. And the second half, a uh, very, um, very controlled performance. They mm -hmm. didn't have a kick, did they, Villa? No. no and Rui, I don't think Rui touched the ball until extra time, at the, stoppage time at the end, did he? I can't think of when he did. So that was obviously very good. That's it. I mean, their second half performance was like our first half performance, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Play a glove. Honest, did they in the second half, really? No. But, yeah, like you just uh, alluded to, the both of you, I'm sure people will want to talk about the difference between the first halves and the second halves because contrary to what Connor Cody was saying in his interview after the match, I don't believe him, actually. It, it can't be an accident, can it, really? It can't be an accident that... And this was evident last season as well, that the first halves are so more 
tepid compared to the second half. It can't be yeah. that. And you always like, I don't know, it's, it's a weird one really, isn't it? Because I know I've said it before that I always think like in long distance running, the analogy is that your second half performance always should be better than your first half. So I'm thinking with that head on, I'm like, is that what they go for? But then in like a positive way of thinking, well, that's how they set up playing. Obviously, when it works, like it works fantastically when they kind of like come out all guns blazing and they're like unstoppable in the second half. But then in my other head, I'm thinking, well, do they not have the capability to play at that intensity for 90 minutes? Because yeah. if they could, then like they'd be completely unstoppable. And, you know, they're Premier League players, so surely they should be able to play for that long, that intensity for that long. So I don't know, it just it baffles me. The whole, the whole thing really baffles me because like last season, you could say it worked like so well, like, we got so many points, better points. We we're like the top in, third in the league or something for sec, in based on second performances. But then we we're at the bottom in the first half. So it worked spectacularly well in, last season. But this year, it hasn't really worked. It it has in bits. So I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on it? My my thoughts are that these tactics have come about through fear. Cash your mm-hmm. mind back a couple of months. We were shipping goals left, right, and centre sliding down the table at quite an alarming rate. And I think Nuno's thought, we need to make sure that we've become really solid, compact, hard to beat. We need to try and um, nick a couple of one nils. And it's not been pretty, definitely. And I really didn't enjoy watching the first half yet again. But one defeat in seven, it's guided us onto 35 points. One more win, maybe two. And that really puts us mathematically safe, I think. Yeah. And I think that had to become his overriding priority a few weeks back. And it's not it's not attractive to watch, but you've got to hope that that will come. Yeah. Interesting, interesting enough, Paul, uh, we, we are talking about the first and second half stats. There is an interesting stat, uh, which I found out today. Since Wolves have got promoted to the Premier League, 65% of our goals have come in the second half to 35% in the first. And that's over three years. So, yeah. like you say... It's not an accident. Mathematically, when you're doing a toss in a coin and stuff, you can't, or, you know, you, you can get heads, heads, heads. But ultimately, over a long period of time, it kind of levels itself out. But it doesn't seem to be happening. It seems to be constantly that the first half that we very rarely come out of the blocks. I mean, I, there's a standard joke on my watch-alongs. It's like that we, uh, get, we there's, there's, a, there's an unofficial rule with the Premier League that we're not allowed to score before the 40th minute and things like that. It, it, it can't be a coincidence, can it? It just can't be. No, it's, it's down to mindset, I think. But I also believe that Nuno doesn't trust his back five um, enough to take the breaks, the handbrake off fully. I don't think he trusts people to make offensive runs in case it leaves gaps because he thinks they're not quick enough at the back, especially the back three that we're playing tonight. And and maybe even when Bolly's playing, they're not blessed with amazing pace, are they, that back three? No. And I think he's concerned about getting caught on the, on the break himself. Well, if you, yeah. if you look at the back three, uh, Paul... 
and Amy, it's, you know, they're pretty much the same defence that we had in the Championship, more or less. Yeah. We are, you know, I think the summer, because obviously uh, Chandler on here is making it, but the summer is going to be key to decide where we truly want to be as a club. I, I think that's a fair point because Absolutely. we need a break. We need to get to the end of the season. We need to get fans back in the stadium. We need, we've had a year for the younger players to start to adjust. We need to have a good transfer window. We need another central defender. If he's going to switch to that back four, um, which I think we saw indications of him looking to do, um, uh, getting a really top centre defender to play alongside Bolly and then having the option of a back four or a back five and a half, that sort of six to eight week period in pre-training to work on the formations, I think that's the key period for us. Like Amy was saying, Let's get to the end of the season now. Can he try a few things between now and the end of the season? I think he will be. I think we're pretty much safe. But yeah. the summer's going to be key. What would you want us to get in the transfer window in the summer? What's your targets? That's a big question because I think quite a lot of work needs to be done. Um, I agree with you. We probably need a dominant, pacey centre-half because, like you said, it's basically the back three that got us promoted. And you could argue that, especially Dan Donker and, and to a lesser degree, Saith, they're not necessarily even defenders. Um, so that's got to be a priority. An alternative to uh, Neves and Matinho, probably someone to play with Neves, actually, in midfield, somebody who, who can maybe chip in with a few more goals, someone who's a bit different because they are quite similar, those two, the Portuguese players in midfield. I think yeah. we need another option out wide. Because if Neto was injured, we would we would really be stuck at the moment. And I and obviously he needs to address address the centre forward position because I haven't seen enough evidence on Jose yet to think that he could be the solution. Hopefully Jimenez will be back and firing straight away. Um I could see Silva going out on loan. And then getting somebody who's a bit more proven in because I think Silver will come good, but he's not he's not ready to carry the burden. Of I, I can't see Silver going on loan, Paul. I just I can't see they've spent thirty five million to send him on loan. I, I can't see it. He's, he, I, I think you've seen signs of Silver, and this is the, the accusation. With I mean, they're all on Silver's back a few weeks ago. We bought in Jose, and he does have a presence. Uh, Willie and Jose, but if you look at the movement of Silva yeah. and then you look at the movement of Willie and Jose, the, that, that's the difference. Silva makes the movement to create an opportunity for a pass, and yet he's got in positions and he's missed them. But William Jose, he just seems ever so static in the box. He does. Uh, and he, he doesn't seem to make the runs like what Silva does. He's stronger. He's stronger at holding the ball or probably good at bringing the play, but there seems more. There seems more from Silver, more desire to 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 make. Look at that run in the second half that he ran, tried yeah. to make something happen. I mean, you didn't see in seventy-five minutes William Jose do anything like that, did you? And the no. worrying thing, then, you could argue that he is that he is feeding off scraps a little bit up front, but sometimes you need to try and make your own look or make make something happen yourself. And I can't remember actually the last time he had a chance, let alone missed a chance. I think you're going almost back to the Crystal Palace match when the last time like scoring. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think it's I don't know, just a few times, especially in the 
first instance in the first half where Silver, um, not Silver, Neto was running down and no one was moving with him. And you think like if Raul had been there, he'd have been moving into that box. He would have been in that box to make sure he was there for the cross from Neto. But I think because Neto doesn't realise he's going to be there, so then he plays it back. So that's where the frustration is. I'm I'm quite frustrated with the whole Jose thing because I think he, I just don't know what what isn't working there. I think like you said, he's got good hold up play, but then sometimes he's not on the pitch at all, even though he's there. And it's just it is frustrating. But anyway, I think can we get your player rating, your match rating, and your I can't get my words that tonight. So player why? rating. Out of the back. Match, Man of the match, I'm rating. That's the one. Man of the match. The man of the match for me is Pedro Neto because he was the only person that was going to nick that game for us with either a brilliant goal or a brilliant assist. So he's my man of the match. My match rating, for split it in two halves, you'd probably be giving like a three or four for the first half and maybe a Again. second half. Again. <laughs> so, some, yeah, exactly. Somewhere in the middle, something like a five and a half or a six. Um, end of the day, it's a point gained in a clean sheet away from home. So you'd have taken that at half time. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, when, is your, when is your quiz thing? When's the quiz? I had an email actually yesterday from The Athletic. It's uh, the 24th of March. So I think I'm down to the last 30. Amazing. Fingers, fingers crossed I can uh, represent uh, Wolves in a, in, a, in a good way. Absolutely. Bring me home. I mean, your your uh, compatriot when he was here, Jota won the uh, the FIFA eSports, so the pressure's on you now, isn't it, mate? I hope so. Yeah, I hope I can do us proud anyway. And hopefully, we'll be able to meet on the uh, the tennis court soon as well, which would be nice. Yeah, as soon as we can, let me know. I'm up for it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I've been watching videos on how to deal with people that loop the ball <laughs> to the back of the, the back of the court. All right, mate. Lovely. Have a great. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, nice to see you both, and thanks see for having me. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Great to have Paul. Always got some uh, fantastic points, and we do have a debutant coming on now. Um, who's messaging the uh, Always Walls Facebook, and it's uh, Giuseppe. Welcome, Hello. welcome, Giuseppe. Hello. Hello. Hiya. Hello. You okay? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Yes, not bad, not bad. Good? Yes. So, yeah, well, I'm... To be fair, it was a good game, really, to be fair. But the... First half wasn't. I wasn't too keen on that. I don't think but, any of us were. But then, but obviously, like I was disappointed. That foul on a, you know, when a Watkins um, ran into a Dharma on in the first half. That 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 wasn't a foul. I was I I, I was that frustrated when that happened, but. Yeah, you could see it from both ways, couldn't you, really? I yeah. think overall the ref did have quite a good game tonight. Yeah, yes. But so, I, I don't think he did. The ref? No. He he, he he did not have a good game. 
I thought it was quite. What did you think, Dave, about the ref tonight? I thought it was quite good. To be fair, I thought the ref did a decent job in keeping the the game flowing on the injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. I think he was fairly even with both sides. I mean, Giuseppe, why do you say that the ref didn't have a good game? What's your th thinking on that? Because um, that foul on Watkins when uh, when Adama just outstrengthed him there, it wasn't a foul. I don't think you can be. It didn't go. It didn't lead to anything, though, did it? So I don't think you can be yeah. too frustrated and base your opinion of the referee on that when it didn't. It was a bit nondescript, really, a bit frustrating. But you you get those either way, don't you? When it's a football game, they can go for you one time or another. So, so what? What? Um, so you were disappointed in this first half. So what about um, the second half? Well, the second half, uh, I do quite enjoy the second half, really, to be fair. The second half was amazing. And Apart from the fact we didn't score, but... Yeah, well, well, Connor Cody, again, he, he, he should have scored that, though, really. He should have scored it. He, 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 should, he, he should have scored again. But, but it happens, though, really, to be fair. Because when he hit the post and, and, then, and then he went over to the face... Say should have scored that. Yeah, the Say's chance was more of a miss than the Cody miss. Yeah, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, a man of the match? Uh, and Giuseppe, that's a, a Giuseppe Troiso. That's an interesting name. Where is that from? And are you are you are you based in England or um, you're somewhere I'm, else in the world? I'm based in England. Yeah. I I'm from Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. Um, yes. Great. So have, you got, got, have you got Italian family? Uh, yes, I have, yes. That's so. where you come from then. I thought so. Fantastic. Yeah. What's your man of the match and your, and your, your performance rating? Well, I'm going to go for man of the match. Um, to be fair, Connor Cody has had a good game at the back tonight. So I'm going to go yeah. for Connor Cody. And my rating for the first half, it's got to be about a two. And the second half, a four. Oh, God. So, overall, you were a three out of ten. So, you were quite low. Yeah. So, you really enjoyed you really enjoyed the second half, but you only gave it a four out of ten? Yeah. Okay. Can you just talk me through that? Um, well... Just I'm... interesting, because you're saying it's really good, and then you give it a four out of ten. So... I thought you were going to say like an eight out of ten for the second half. Um, well, I, I don't know really. I don't know what to say. It's because we didn't score. Is that why? Yes. 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 Okay. So yes. if they'd have scored, it would have been eight out of ten. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, anything else that you'd like to? What would you like to see for the Liverpool game? Well. Um, I would like to see for the Liverpool game. I would like a more better performance in both halves. I really, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. If because to be fair, this Jose is he will become a good player for us, but he's not. For some reason, I don't know what he's not performing at the minute. No. But if we can start Fabio Silva. For the Liverpool game, I would be I'll, I would be happy for that. Okay. Because because Fabio Silva, he'll become a great player for us. He'll become a really a great player. 
Yeah. So we well, we'll see. So we'll see what I, happens. I, w- I would like, I would like us to play better the first half and second half as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Brill. Well, Giuseppe, um, absolutely brilliant to have you join and giving us your views and thoughts and ratings. Thanks for joining us this okay. evening. I hope you've enjoyed uh, coming on live with us. Uh, yes, no problem. Thank you. We'll see we you do, soon. Okay, we wish you the right best for the weekend. Okay, and you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that's uh, that's Giuseppe uh, making his, uh, his debut on the channel. Uh, next up, we've got... Rear on her own. Oh no, he's here. Oh no, Dad's back. <laughs> How are you both? Uh, good, thanks. All right, not bad. Good. I'm just having my gulp of wine. She's enjoying um, her wine tonight. She's on. She's <laughs> it's Saturday night. Saturday night, half five kickoff. Always. That's one of the things I'm actually going to like not enjoy i always have a glass of wine while i'm watching the football now and i feel like when you go back to the molyneux i'm not going to be able to do that so that is one of the benefits of watching on your settee so anyway anyway enough about my wine habit how um how did you find the game this evening well first half was terrible we've played we played the same as we have been lately like no intensity we've been playing passive and we was just defending constantly and we had a few let-offs as well they hit the bar twice which was really lucky and then second half we did pick up the tempo we had more intensity players were taking people on and we were creating more chances yeah it's, it's, it's the same old story isn't it? yeah what we've been saying for a long time the way we've been starting games with a mindset of being so negative and passive and showing too much respect to the opposition and letting them have the football while we'll sit off. Yeah, you can dictate things. Then we get a rocket at half-time from Nuno. We go back out there. We start pressing people in better areas of the pitch. We're more intense about the way we want to win the ball back. We're moving the ball at a quicker tempo. And we're actually creating chances and going up the field and committing bodies forward. But we're wasting 45 minutes of football Again, and I feel like a broken record. I'm saying it every week. We're wasting massive chunks of games by being so passive rather than trying to get at teams and assert our dominance on the game from the first whistle. Yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? It's um, And I think, it got, like we said with Paul to start with, it's hard to understand why, really. But, yeah. you know, we've kind of come to expect it, though, I feel like. If I'm, I'm trying to be positive about it, I'd rather have them have a poor first half and good second half than a good first half and then a poor second half. So that's the positive way to look at it, is what I'm trying to tell myself, because you know me, always like to be positive. There's worse things in the world to worry about, but it is uh, it is frustrating. Uh, and Rhea, do you uh, want to say something as passionate as your dad about the game today? Have you got any... Uh, Thoughts on what he's just said? Do you agree? Or have you got anything further to add on that? Anything you want to pick out or a player that you want to mention? Um, well, a player I'd like to mention is Neto. He was very good today. He was my man of the match. In second half, he was like really taking people on and creating chances. And I think we just need more people that 
it's an attacking threat to other teams yeah. because we're just so passive. It's just the same old story. Yeah. Neto was good. He was. He looked was. like the most likely to create something for yeah. us. You know, if something was going to happen, it was going to be through the work of Neto. He went on a great yeah. run in the second half from a corner, a Villa corner that we cleared, and he went on yeah. a great run and made the keeper make a save. He, he put the ball in where Cody hit the post. That was his delivery. Yeah, he, I think Neto was a, a pretty good performer and worthy of man of the match. Um, there was a few other players. Who I Are think you actually were... both going to agree on man of the match tonight mm. for a change? I'm not going to go that far, Dave. I'm not going okay. to go that far. You're allowed to. Man of the match is today. That's the rules for tonight. You're allowed to. Yeah, I've been overruled by Ames. We're allowed, <laughs> you're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, I think, think Cody was good as well. Yeah, he had Cody two had chances as well, didn't he? One, he, um, a header hit the post. Then Sai should have put that away. He was one yard out. He just got his foot like under the ball and it went off. Like, yeah. Hit it the wrong time. Yeah, it's it? the reaction time. And yeah. now by the time it hit the post and come out to him, he ain't reacted quick enough. And it, yeah. it, 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 it to be fair, like it 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 looked like a city to us, but in like technical football terms, that it probably was a lot harder than it looked. Yeah. And apparently it was his weak foot as well. Yeah, it was his right foot. He put it over with his right foot and it did come at him quickly and he didn't have time to adjust his body. So what he did was he stretched out his right leg to reach it, ended up leaning back, getting underneath the ball and putting it over. That can happen to the best of players, you know, just yeah. one of them things. But it looks horrendous on television because you're, you're yeah. one yard out. And then but, they slow it down and it just always <laughs> looks so much worse. And you think, stop showing this guy sport. Stop showing it me. I know it was a bad miss. Move on. <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. looks worse in slow motion, doesn't it? Everything it looks worse. Again, I thought Samado was a decent performer yeah, tonight. That's well. another one I'll give a mention to. He got forward well again, and it looks like he can yeah. help create things, and it looks dangerous when yes. he gets in the opposition's half. He defended quite well, and all stood up to the test of Traore. Um, he did commit himself stupidly. He got his tackles in, won the ball. So I think Samado had a decent game. I think yeah. Cody had a decent game. Neto was dangerous. Again, it, 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 it just all boils down again to the same problem of if we could just yeah. play in the first half the way that we do in the second half we, and, and we sustain the performance sustain the performance yeah. to be capable of doing it we show our fans every single week the type of football we're capable of playing but we show it at the end of games the back end of games after 30 minutes after 45 minutes we've got to start from the first whistle to play that way just to try and get on the front foot and not show too much respect to teams and be willing to take the game to them. Not say, yeah, you can have the ball and you can come at us and we'll sit. We're good enough to do it. They've got to believe in themselves. They've got to trust their ability. Because if they do, they'll win more games. Yes. I think that's pretty well summed up, to be honest. As I think I've mentioned earlier, um, the, the stats for the first half and the second half don't lie. I've got to be, be honest, after the first six minutes of the Sheffield United game, at uh, the first match of the season, I thought maybe things were changing, but that was that was seemed a blip. <laughs> to be honest, we fixed it up after two. Oh God, that feels blooming ages ago. That like we've had two lockdowns, we've had yeah. loads of injuries, we've got a vaccine. Loads yeah. of hospitals, hasn't it? No. So what? Finally, um, I think you find to your man of the match. If you want to start and your rating. That's great. Um, my rating overalls a six. I'll give the first half like a five. We were terrible, and then um, second half we were better. I gave it like a seven. So I think in between a six. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fair enough because you just got to balance it up, in you, with a yeah. poor first half, with a good, a good, good second, second half. half. Unfortunate not to win the game because we created yeah. the opportunities. 
Cody, I like Cody going up there. He causes somebody who's got good movement, gets on the end of things. That's good. It's an extra body in the box, extra person who can create some danger and get on the end of things. You know, I've scored the other game. He's unfortunate not to get two today. I mean, he had another one that he turned with and then tried to put it away, but he couldn't manage. It was a good save by him. It was a good save, good goalkeeper, but he turned smartly on that. Just couldn't get enough on his shot with his left foot. But again, he's getting in the right area, getting on the end of things. That's what we want to see. So. That's, that's another part to his game that's been added and another threat for Wolves when we get set pieces is yeah. let's get Cody in there. We know Sace can score goals. We ain't got Willy Bolly in the team at the minute. He's yeah. a massive aerial threat. All yeah. this adds up to us making us a more dangerous team at set pieces. Definitely. I think that pretty much sums it up. So, um, guys, any, any final thoughts before we uh, finish off with you? Um, for Liverpool, looking forward to Liverpool. I'm just hoping, like everybody will be hoping, that we can just start the game better. Start at a higher tempo. Start with that intensity. Yeah, and I think, to, like, if Bolly's 100%, bring him in instead of Dendonka. Because Dendonka has looked shaky in defence. And if you still want to play him, play him in midfield. He can cover the ground. He has good fitness. He hunts down the ball well. So we just, I think we need Bolly back in the team. Yeah, but Bolly is. I have a feeling Bolly will be inside for It's another week, isn't it? Because it's not yeah. until next Monday. So I think with another week, I think Bolly definitely will be in the starting team. But And yeah. then, then Donker probably back into midfield. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks again for joining us, guys, and uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend and look out for the international fan reaction tomorrow as well. Good day. Yeah, well do. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. And th- they always come up. I-, I love the way they interact with each other and they argue with each other. I just love it. I do. But next, we've got a special treat, Amy. We've, got the, main- we've got the main man all the way from the US of A. Oh. Not on the porch, I don't think. No. It's Wolfman Jeff. Oh, my God, he's got his hat on and everything. Oh, well, that's just because my hair is a mess. So there you go. <laughs> you've, got the, you've got your proper got your colours on today, Jeff. I, well, yeah. It's uh, Sometimes you have to do that when you don't feel it. Maybe if you dress it, you're going to feel it a little bit more. So, <laughs> What time is it in Alabama? Oh, it's it's in the afternoon. It's uh, almost 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So we're about five hours from you. But I think you changed it back to or away from daylight savings time earlier than we do. So at some point, we're going to get out of sync. But generally, I, I'm I, – well, actually, in Alabama, it's actually almost 4 o'clock. But because I live so close to Chattanooga where I work – I, I'm in Chattanooga time, which is Eastern. So I'm. Oh, that live, just baffles me when like different, the same country has different time zones. Because I live on the edge. I live on the edge. <laughs> so, well, actually, Alabama is almost, the, I think, about the same size of England. So oh, my God. The state that's, is, that's, that's the crazy thing about the states. Yeah. The states are massive. Jeff, I've got to say, before we start talking out the, uh, about the game, I saw in the green room you were proper. Dancing to the to the intro, I saw you, mate. You, he was he was going with it, Amy. Proper was, weren't you? Weren't you just? That. I was having a little bit of fun with it, and uh, I'm more of a rock and roll fan. But I think uh, I think Dave's more of a of an EDM party guy, so he probably likes uh, he likes all the dance clubs. I can't dance, but I can rock and roll. So, but uh, I had a little fun with it, and it's just like uh, you you have to find joy when you can. In today's match, I had to find joy in your intro, which was more exciting than the game. So, 
<laughs> well, that leads us swiftly on to the game, doesn't it? So seamless link there, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Well there. There <laughs> so what um what were your thoughts about tonight? Any kind of different points that you'd like to make from previous callers? What were your thoughts and well, going into it, I was hoping we could eke out a win because, yeah, we played very poorly against Man City, but that was Man City. So, you know, I only had only – it was just dreams that I had that we would get points on Man City. But before that, we were doing much better. Uh, Villa has not been doing as good lately. Um, so they've been – so I was hoping that was going to give us a little bit of an edge, plus the fact that they beat us – at the Molyneux, so I know that there was a little bit of a sometimes revenge gives you a little bit extra. But without the fans there, it, that kind of mutes that. But that first half was we was very poor, and it's been yeah. I know we kind of play the same thing again, where we sit back and we test them and watch them, and then the second half we really come alive. Well, the problem with that is usually what we do is when we sit back is that we do very well on the counter and we did not. And that's the thing that's probably currently has got me more concerned than just about anything else is we have, we don't have the teeth we used to have in the counter attack. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really going to hurt us. So when we did, to be honest, our counter attacking was Neto um, trying to do something and no one else catching up to him. There's such a gap when we are advancing and pushing, there's such a gap between our midfield and our front line right now, in particular with our, uh, with our striker, the, uh, the midfield is, you know, half the field away. It seems like, and uh, our wingers are, aren't really passing it to him. So the thing, I'm not sure that uh, Silva is better than uh, Jose, but I know that the team seems to trust him more and they will se- are, are more likely to set him up. So even if Silva's not really getting the ball in, him being in that spot, it seems to get the rest of our team in their position. So I hope for the Liverpool match, I'd like to see um, Silva get a go and then maybe. Um, William Jose can do better coming off the bench in the second half when everyone else is warmed up. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Uh, generally speaking, our back line was, was better except for Dendonka. I'm, I'm getting more and more concerned with Dendonka. I'm really hoping Bali. I, I was delighted to see he was available and I'm, and I probably, and I, I figured that uh, he was, if he was going to come in, it was going to come at the end. I'm surprised that he didn't come in at all. Uh, but I really hope for Liverpool that we're going to see Bali in there. And um, I think that's likely to happen, Jeff, yeah. nine days before the next game. I can't, I can't see the Denk, uh, the Donk being at the back it, unless Bali has a relapse. I think because he's been on the bench the last two games. Obviously, he's sort of match ready. Whether or not we'll get a full ninety out of him or not, I'm not so sure. Um, but I think yeah. he'll be in for the Liverpool game. I think honestly, today I would rather have seen Kilman in there. Instead of Dendonka, just because Dunka is just can't. Kilman yeah. can't play on that side, though. Well, I know, but Saiz can. And Saiz, um, I've not seen Saiz play on that side. I don't think. He's, I don't he's, know whether you. He's have. like a human Lego. 
<laughs> you can put Thais where you want. He'll go. He'll have a good time. He won't well, be might, I was thinking he might get like he'd be one of the top scorers soon if he'd have netted that one tonight. But yeah, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bug him too much about that because I'm sure he's beating himself up, which is interesting. Some of our biggest uh, uh, threats on goal was from our. Was from our center backs. So I said this. I said yeah. this to my dad earlier. I was like, "Well, that just sums up the blooming goal strike problem <laughs> that Wolves have got. The fact that Connor Cody and Sace are having the best chances of the game." But yeah, we all know that, don't we? Yeah. So I would give a rating overall a six, and a lot of that is we played poor in the first. We improved in the second, but not enough to raise it any more than a six overall. Hey Jeff, what what do you why do you think this this issue with the first and second half? What do you think? I mean, from you watching it and because you do analyse and you're good at analysing stuff, what what can you put your finger on it? Why it is? What I'm good at is just talking, and people for some reason believe me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I'm an American uh, who where we call it soccer here, and you guys still think I know what I'm talking about. But it is re <laughs> refreshing. The, to be on here and actually have someone that doesn't sound like he lives in Wolverhampton. So, because uh, a, a lot of the international ones, like, um, are actually people from Wolverhampton. And so there's someone from Berlin and someone from Spain. And, you know, it's, and they're yam yams. So it's pretty funny. But uh, no, it's, uh, I think the half thing, it's got to go. I, honestly, I think it's, it can't be just, testing them out because we this is our third year back in the Premier League. We know these other sides. I think at this point, it's confidence. And I say that because how we played uh, at the beginning of the season when we still had Raul, it was uh, we had a lot more confidence. And we were, yeah, we would still have some halves a little better than other, but not to the level we're having it now. So I feel like um, I feel like they don't believe they're going to do well, and it isn't until the second half where Nuno says, "Okay, this is what's happening. Let's adjust," and then they adjust, rather than going into it thinking that they're going to win. Uh, when we played Man City, I tell you right now, before they got on the pitch, Pep had them in their mindset going, "It doesn't matter too much." You don't have to worry about Wolves because you're going to win and you're going to play your game. And we used to have that approach where we were not afraid of any other team. I'm not saying we're so much afraid. I think we were scarred when we were leaking goals so much that right now there, there, there's more of a, of a worry on giving up goals than trying to get goals. Does that make sense? I think yeah. exactly. I think that exactly makes sense. Um, what's your um, overall rating and your man of the match, Jeff, to finish off? I, I had said it just a little bit before, uh, but it was my Alabama accent that threw you off. But it was a mess of I, was, yeah, I, I, had a, I had a six overall. Six overall. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and um, I know you guys had six five, and I was close to it. But you know what? The um, uh, that first half just brings it down for me. And uh, very disappointed in the first half. Man, the match it's tough. I'm I'm somewhere between Cody and Neto. I want to give it to Cody because he was pushing and trying. But I uh, right now Neto is our most consistent. And no matter what happens, 
or who's who he's playing with, Neto is full on. He's he has no I, he's ninety minutes of no stopping. He just puts everything in there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Neto. Fantastic, Jeff. And Jeff, I have to say it's always a pleasure. It consistently sends over every game. Um, you know, whether he's uh, watching it sneakily at work or he's on the porch, and, you know, and everything like that, you always gets the reaction over, mate. You're an absolute legend, and I really, really look forward to one day shaking your hand in person, mate. There we go. I take a picture so I can add it to my video for you. Uh, <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, man. You, you guys are fantastic. You, you brought me into this bigger family. And so one day I will get to Wolverhampton and you can teach me to speak properly. Boston. <laughs> we look forward to that day, mate. I can't wait to show you the sights of Wolverhampton. Yeah, and then after the next 10 minutes, we'll do something else. We'll, something else. we'll take you to the pub. We'll take you to the pub. We will, there mate. You Don't you worry. It sounds good. All right, I'll catch you guys later. All right, Bye. cheers, Jeff. Cheers. The Wolfman himself. <laughs> Absolute legend this guy is. He's brilliant. I love him to bits. I do. I really do. I feel like, you know, he's become a really good friend, even though I've not actually met him and everything. But I do feel like he's one, he's such a good, a good friend of mine now, which is brilliant. So I hope I get a chance to meet him in person one day. Uh, we've got another debut coming up. Um, we've got a chap called Keith. Hello? Hi, guys. Oh, God. We can't see you though. That's so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Is he, out, is he like outside in a tent or something? Keith. Hello. Can't we can't see you, mate? It's me resolution on my at the moment. It's but really bad. All right, well, let's just do it as in, as, it's almost like a Zoom with the camera off. <laughs> Give us your thoughts. Yeah. Um, like I said, the first half, like everybody was saying, it's, it's been, it was the same old thing. I think Adama Chirora is really lacking in confidence. He's not doing the same running at people like he has been. I go back to the game last year against Man City when we beat him. He was out of this, no one could touch him. And the second half, big improvement. Like you say, is that South's chance? Yes, it was difficult. It wasn't as easy as the cameras showed it. But yeah. and Neto, amazing player, dead young. He's going to improve and get better. But they need more players in in the midfield to create more. Jose is lacking the know how of the league to to get the goals in. Yeah. And um what was your um your thoughts on William Jose and Fabio Silva in the striking department? I think Silva brings it's got more movement. The other players can play around with him. Go know where he's running, but they still don't know what Jose does. You feel, yeah. do you feel like um, Jose's a little bit like you, he's like um, in the dark, like you can't see him or anything? A bit like me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Liverpool? Who would you start against Liverpool? I'd actually go outside the box, Gibbs White. Oh, right, okay. Where, would you In, play Gibbs White to be on the front two? No, I'd play straight through the middle, up front, pace up against front. their defence. Yeah. Fair play. That's a, di that's a different one. I'm sure, you know, if you're watching, have a thing look, look, about that one. Yeah. Look at what Man City do. None of, none of them, none of them, their front three was a striker against Liverpool. Yeah, I mean it's some, it's something to think about, isn't it? I don't know whether I can see it happening myself, but it's an option. And uh, who's your man of the match and your uh, your performance rating for tonight? Man of the match, Cody. Great. And. And the rating, six and a half. Same as us for the rating. Absolutely. And do you know what, Keith? I went for Cody as well as my man of the match as well. Yeah. And we, and Dave, don't forget, we had the displeasure of doing the Warsaw fan along as well this afternoon. And that was... Uh, oh, Keith, you went and uh, you was on Warsaw Fan TV, my, my friend Simon. Um, who yes. They, Cambridge scored a last-minute winner, didn't they, against Warsaw? And he was, he was rather I've upset. Seen, yeah, I've never seen someone someone sink into the sofa so much. It, it was about six foot when they started and three foot when they finished. Okay, so what were you doing on the Warsaw fan TV then, Keith? A, a lot of my friends are Warsaw fans, and I, just, I like to give them a bit of jupe, as you know. <laughs> All right, well that's fair play to you. <laughs> that's fair play to you. And um, you know, it's just a sh it's just a shame that the viewers can't actually see you. Uh, we can't put a, a picture, uh, a face uh, to the voice and everything. Um, do you not like? Do you not like have lamps or anything like that in your house? If you got no lamps, <laughs> or... no, I'm I'm, ac I'm actually in, in the back, in the shed in the garden. Do they not have? You don't have any light. <laughs> I've got a chuckle, mate, because you've got no light in your shed. No, he's not the moment, he's no. Been, he's, ban he's been banished to the shed. What are you doing in I the haven't. shed? Well, that's the, only, that's the only place where I get to watch the football. Oh, that's is it like your man cave? Yeah. It's your man cave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, OK, fair, fair enough. I'll tell fair you enough. what, my dad's, got, my dad's got two sheds, so maybe you can chat about the shed sometime. He's got two. When he's yeah. my mum's had, had enough of him, he took him in the shed. Lad. So, <laughs> they said that you seem like a nice lad, though. Well, it takes a lot to come on here, whether you've got lights or no lights. So we appreciate you coming on, and it's always great to have new people come on. So um, thank you for joining us. And we might see you in the light one day. That'd be great. Definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to all sorts of time. Great. It's a bit late now, but for the next time, can you can you get it sorted? One hundred percent. And then you'd be calling me no now because I just look like him <laughs> with a beard. Hold on, maybe it is actually no now that he doesn't want to show his face. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, we're going up in the world if that's the case. Although Nuno has developed a black country accent, and so he's disguising his voice well if that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brill, well, okay, thanks guys. for coming on, Keith. We'll see you soon. Well, or not. Okay, well, hopefully we'll, well see you soon. We'll see you soon, maybe. At least, at least, Keith, at least you can laugh about it, mate. That's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I've got to say, Keith, you, this is a, the most in, one of the most interesting. We've gone from Wolf. Someone said we've gone from Wolfman Jeff to Ghostman because we can't see you. But at least you can have a laugh. <laughs> we have a laugh, don't we? Come back again. Get a light in your shed and we'll have you back, mate. Well, we'll Okay, take, take care, care both. Take care. See you. Bye. I'll tell you what, fair play to him. And you know what? I am trying not to laugh because I'm only laughing because some of the comments make me the laugh. The comments they, are really funny. So. Yeah, you can't help but laugh at some, at some of the comments. And Keith was a lovely guy. And we're not laughing at him. We're just laughing at the situation because he hasn't got a life. And I everything. I don't think it's one thing you want to say. The one thing I want to say, do not ever tell me you do not get entertainment on this channel and you don't have a laugh because it's it's pretty much you can guarantee you'll always have a laugh on this channel and that's what it's all about. We can have a we can have a chuckle. I don't think Keith realised how funny that was though. Like I don't think he realised how funny like the the laughter and humour that he brought. So cheers, cheers for that, Keith. He's but we would like to see your face. Like the ghost man. He's got a new nickname, the Ghost Man. Gary Putney says, Comedy Gold. Um, <laughs> Thomas, how did you not laugh? I was, I was, I was close, but he, he was a lovely guy, and hopefully he'll get, um, you know, he'll get a light. But he says he looks like Nuno, so we've got to get him on again because now he's the mystery man, and we do, we need to know what the mystery man looks like. So. I, I hope he comes back on again. Seriously, fantastic! But I, I, I've got, I've got a tear down my eye because I can't stop. But still, anyway, we next up, um, we've gone from Wolfman to Ghostman to Statman. Statman. How you doing, Speedy? <laughs> All right, yourself. Hello, Good. mate. Thanks for putting the light on. I'll go put it off so you're not like that. What, were you laughing at me then? Yeah. Brilliant. I didn't Okay. Oh. Let's 
Speedy. <laughs> Come on. Speedy oh. snaps. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Thank you for right. Come on. Uh, with Johnny Cody as the pug, uh, as the, for the pug name. <laughs> as it's my mum's favourite uh, right name. <laughs> um, so, stats. Villa, Aston Villa, six shots to Wolves' 11. Oh, I'm all right now. Um, Wolves, uh, no, right. Uh, Villa had one shot on target. Um, Wolves had three. Um, uh, corners, five to Villa, three to Wolves. Uh, offside, Villa got caught. Offside, three times. Wolves, never. Um, yellow cards, Villa got the only one. No red cards. Passes, 409 for Aston Villa. Um, oh, I'm not right. The passing down for Wolves. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, no, I have. Sorry. I have. Sorry. Um, 420 for Wolves. Uh, so that's obviously better than Aston Villa. Um, passing accuracy. Uh, Aston Villa, 77.8%. Um, for Wolves, 82.6%. Uh, possession. Aston Villa had 49% and um, uh, Wolves had 51%. Um, foul Wolves, 13 each. Saves, um, Emmy Martinez for Villa made three, and for Wolves, Rui Patricio made the only one. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> that was brilliant, right? So, what apart from the stats, what did you think of the game, Speedy? Did you find it? Um, <laughs> Is he frozen now? God, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> 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 it's all oh, me. Lord. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so first half, um, Villa obviously Villa dominated the ball, um, but it's probably like most wolves, probably most wolves halves. Um, I think my mum said on Twitter that this guy it says Nuno's may as well give the half time talk in the first half because the second half that they improved. Um, I think it, I think on my notes I put it was always a fair result. Um, I, I see it as a point gained as for the first chances Villa, first chances Villa had in the first half. Um, I want to mention Fabio because I think he has had a lot of stick, but I really like him. Um, yeah. I think he's a guy that's going to progress and get and grow in the game. Yeah. Um, and he's 18. I'm all, actually, I'm actually older than Silver. Um, I'm 20, so, well, you know what I mean? He, well, he's more mature than myself, but... You know, <laughs> um, much to watch. Um, oh, yeah, I will be able to bring Cody, the pork, not Connor Cody, so... <laughs> Don't want to get anyone confused. When's the pub coming? Um, Wednesday. Thursday. So, obviously, the Liverpool match is on the Monday, but obviously, it'd be, like, I think it'd be too late for the. You have to do have it we back saw the night, yes, Sorry. Have we saw the night? Yeah, we, we agreed on Cody. We agreed on Cody. Uh, yeah, we've agreed on Mr. Connor Cody, the Wolves captain. Uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, for the man of the match. Sorry. Um, or do do you want to ask me that, or if I just jump the gun? 
Oh. If you, you can tell us your man in the match, that's absolutely fine. All right, no worries. Sorry. The, so, man of the match for me, like, I can't pick. I'm like Amy. Um, I'm having two. Um, well, I mean, two man in the matches, not two ones. <laughs> um, Neto and Cody. Um, and for my first half rating, I gave it a five. And then my second half, I gave it a seven. I'm probably a bit, uh, probably too positive. I always like to be like that. There's so, uh, Mr. Good. Steady, myself. Oh, well, thank you. We always enjoy having no you on for the stats and obviously the last first night. And um, I hope your mum's a, a lot oh, better yeah. than well now, Speedy. Yeah, she's all right, mate. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know what I mean? She's a coke and all right. She's got, she's got me to look after us, so uh, she's all right. Bless her. And also, uh -huh. if I could mention Jason, you know, is it Jason Guy? Um, I just want to say, I think he's not, I know it's your show, Dave, I do apologise. Um, I just want to say he's an absolute um, gentleman um, and that well done for raising all that money. Um, my mum absolutely loved the book. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that as well, if that's okay. Absolutely brilliant. And um, Adrian Richard says, I love how the stat man flows. is incredibly prepared. Well done, mate. And thanks again. Have you got another one from Andrew Benton? Fab stuff, Speedy. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Thank you very we'll see much. You, we'll see you at the Liverpool game. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in the South I'm in the, uh, I'm in the South Bank. <laughs> Joking, yeah. All right, mate. Lovely. All the best, Speedy. Take care. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Uh, so next up, um, to follow that, um, oh, I've just be composed, Dave. Composure right now. Uh, waiting. We've got we've got Steve. Uh, we've got a new guy um, who's backfield, or he was there. He's uh, Aaron, and we've got Scott still backfield. Thing. So let's bring on Steve from the Howlers. Oh. Um, hello, Keith. Keith's back. He's done that on purpose, he has, because he's a friend of the show, so he's done that on purpose. Hello. Oh, hello. It's Keith. He ain't, he ain't paying the lucky bill, or he's in the doghouse, isn't he? Whatever he's doing. <laughs> well, Merv Bennett, Merv Bennett says, top that next. I'll tell you oh, what, yeah. I mean, you've been laughing along with us, mate. Mate, I've just been. Yeah, I've been peeing myself, to be honest with you, mate. That's been brilliant. <laughs> What's he doing in the shit? Oh, God. I've it was that. funny, that. No, if, right, if you like what he said, Steve, he's either in the doghouse or he's not playing the electricity bill or he's in the doghouse. Or both. He's in the doghouse and he's not playing the electricity bill. He's missing an Albion fan or something. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, I don't know. But great to have him on. Like, if he's still watching, you know, we wrote, we just, we're all friends here. We're oh, just joking. Oh my God! What a, what a crazy night! <laughs> oh, I tell you what, it's cheered everyone up though. It's cheered me up anyway. After that game, anyway, it was absolutely shocking. Well, I, I tell you what, I'll be completely honest with you. I actually missed the first minutes of the game just because uh, it wasn't too. Well, you didn't miss much, night. Steve. You didn't miss much. No, I know. Well, I knew. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew exactly what the tactics were going to be. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and walk the dog, and I'll come back in a bit and see what's happened. Hopefully, we won't never afford ever, but I might be surprised. But obviously not. It was. Uh, yeah, I come back and it was. Yeah, same old, same old. You got a question, really? What's actually going on, really? Um, I, I do think um, Nuno's tactics are soak up pressure as much as you can, give them a full sense of security, and hopefully we'll, we'll smash them in the second half. But 
don't know. It's um, it comes down to everything about uh, this season, really, about losing our main threats like Doc and and Jota and the signings we've made. I mean, uh, Silver and um, Jose, Jose or Jose, if I pronounce his name. It, it, how ineffectual they actually are in the game. Um, it's it's uh, I don't know. It's just what I expected, really. What exactly what I expected? The strongest second half, but that was definitely there. But threats wise, again, I keep saying the same thing: play down the middle, play down the middle, feed them through the middle. But it never seems to happen. Um, I'm just a bit uh, I don't know. It's 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 the uh, part of the season where um, where we've got nothing to play for, but at the same time, you want to see something, don't you? You want to see a bit of fight. You want to see a bit of passion, and we get nothing. We get absolutely yeah. nothing. I'm getting quite frustrated with it now because it's so it's so obvious what's going to happen the next game. Every game that comes that comes, whether they're a good team or a bad team, it's the same old, same old. It's so predictable, and I'm getting really annoyed with it. To be honest with you, are you yeah. like a little bit like um, Ames? And probably all of us now just want to get to the end of the season, have a break from it, come back next year, next season, and uh, hopefully solve all these issues. Well, I see. I mean, we've got a plan for it. There's a lot we've got to sort out. I mean, these players that we've got are getting a bit older. You've got to think about Matini. How has he got the legs anymore? You've got to think about the back. He's, I thought Cody had a good game today. Uh, how, many seasons, how many seasons has he got left, you know? And Bolly's. Uh, seems to be a bit injury prone, and he's he's our main man at the back, isn't he as well? So, but the the striker problem, it's amazing how much we actually rely on him. And as it's not just the goals, it's everything else. It's a link up play. Everything gets played through him. I mean, Dave, you've spoken about um, having players to play around and, and basing your team around your main players. Jimenez is clearly the player that we've we've wanted to play. He's he's our main man, and he's yeah. he's sorted everything out. I mean, the whole game is revolved around him uh, and you can see how much you've missed him. It's not just the goals, it's everything else that comes with it. It's the runs, it's the it's the it's the link up play, it's the it's the counter attack, it's the pace, it's the, the closing down, everything. It's not, we've lost everything since he's been gone. Since he's been gone, we have lost uh, our identity, I think. I think um yeah, it's um, it's 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 worrying that one player can do that and now and him he's getting on now. Him, I'm not saying he's getting he's not old, but he's not we can't rely on him because he's old for a footballer then. Yeah, exactly. But for but if you know, if if he's the only player that we can rely on, I mean, we are. I I, I keep saying the same thing. Really, we have massively overachieved the past two seasons. If if that is the only thing uh, that we need to strengthen on uh, as a striker, we don't. I think um, we. Are, I think we have. I think we played at full throttle for the past two seasons. It just shows how much we've actually missed him. Uh, I think, and I'm, I think I'm it's the fan. Combination of Jimenez, and I, I do think, and out of all the teams in the Premier League, Wolves are one of the worst affected by not having fans there. I yeah, I say exactly the same. Names. I really, really have. Um, it's we we do need that. That's, we do need that there, but that's no excuse because everybody's in the same situation, really. You know, so I, get, I do get what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I feel exactly the same way. But you've got, you've got to step up. You know, you, you paid a lot of money to be on that pitch. You paid a lot of money. You've got to. You gotta, you gotta press. You gotta, especially the first halves. It's just it, it infuriates me how we can be so lethargic and so. I'll oh, just come and play us. Come on, come on. So we, you know, just come and play at us, and we don't close down. We don't seem to be interested first half ever. And it, it's, I don't get it. It's just, it's not a tactic. It's just, it's. I, I, I really want 
um, to see a difference next season. I want to see us because we were full throttle the whole game, and that we were better second half most in those two seasons. We were, but even still, the first half we were still dangerous. Yeah. Um. I, I saw he didn't come on Man City game. By the way, I, um, I was working unfortunately, but it was just, and I know it's Man City. They are a phenomenal team, but they were a phenomenal team when we played them. Um, at their their ground last the 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 season before, and um, we had chance after chance in that first half. I think Himner's had two chances. Petroni um, had a few chances Petroni as well. Chance, yeah, a few chances as well. We we had chances, and Burn the teams like Burnley and teams they gave them a game. You know, we didn't even give them a game. We just like we are. It, it seemed like we were the poor. We were like an FA Cup team. We were the we were the. Uh, we were a weak team. You are far better than us. Uh, we'll just, we'll just cope with you and, and see how it goes. It wasn't. Uh, we, we got a threat as well. Come and see what we can do. It was, it was that didn't even come into the equation. And right. that kind are of you frustrated, goes. Steve? Would you say that's your general feeling at the moment? Frustration. Yeah, absolutely. Or, it, or is it apathy that we're all sort of like so used no, to it now? We have got good players on that pitch, mate. We really have. You know, it's not it's not apathy. It, it is frustration because. I get it with Nuno. He tried this new formation out. It didn't work out. But you've got players there that can do that can that can cause a problem to other teams, and other teams seem to do it against other, uh, the big teams as well. I, I know she's Villa today, so it's not the same thing as Man City, but it's it's it is that kind of um, fear. We we do have that kind of fear of other teams, and Nuno has that fear. You can tell by his tactics there's a fear there. I'm getting really annoyed with it because we have got a really good team um, and we can do a lot, lot better. We really, really can. I think it's fair to say that um, if we kind of, this pattern continues the start of next year, then obviously I think there is some fundamental issues. I'm always a half glass, half full. I, I think that the summer break the, and the reset button and fans hopefully being back and a good summer window, yeah. I think. And, I think for everything that we've been through this year, and we've took some knocks, we've had issues, we've had that bad run, but we're, we're safe. Yeah. I think that we will be stronger next year for it. And I think I think sometimes in life, generally in life, whether it's the football club you watch or sometimes you take a step back to go forward. And I think this has been our step back this season. And I hope I'm not wrong. I hope that it, we're not having this conversation five, six games into next season. But I, I really strongly believe we'll kick on. I agree. We've got we've got to recruit better, though, Dave. We have got to recruit better. I mean, you can you can say that let's get them young and then build them up. But if you if your squad uh, as small as ours is as is, you know, it's it's got to, you've got to look at people that uh, signings that are pr proven. Basically, you know, we've got to we've got to look at uh, midfield, especially attacking midfielder. We've got to look at a, a striker that's just like him and this, Really, I mean, how do you find that striker? I don't know how you do that. You know. But how did we find Jimenez? I don't really know that one to be honest, but we found him. Who, sorry? How did we Jimenez. find Jimenez? Well, <laughs> we found him. What's your, um, what's your man of the match and your score prediction to finish off then, Steve? Well, before I finish off, can I just mention one little thing? Uh, you know, uh, we did a gig uh, a couple of weeks ago for the Wolves Foundation. Uh, yeah, we doing, doing one again this Friday. Um, it's either at the morning or we're going back to Birmingham. I'm not sure whether the venue is yet, but we're going to do another show. Um, and uh, it's going to be the full band this time, the five of us this time. Uh, and we're going to be raising money for uh, the you know Feed Our Pack campaign, which will be based on the Liverpool game the following Monday. 
Um, but it will be live on the Wolves uh, Facebook page. Um, and yeah, it will be uh, hopefully a really, really good show. And please, please, everyone that's listening, please come and join in. Just follow us. You know, if you can donate, please donate. If you can't, don't worry. Uh, but uh, it's going to be from a really good cause, you know, feeding the people of Wolverhampton um, that obviously uh, are going through a really hard time at the moment. So please, please come and join us. Yeah. What, because- time, what time is it? What time it's, are you? It'll be at eight, eight o'clock on Friday. We'll start beyond uh, beyond the Wolves Facebook page, and it will be live. Brilliant. And that's the foundation fixture, the Liverpool game as well. And then obviously yeah, every yeah. Uh, they're raising money for the Feed Our Pack campaign, which is brilliant. Absolutely great to uh, to have you on. I'll make sure I'll give that um, some plugs as well on my, on um, the socials and also on the uh, the previous yeah. the Liverpool match, mate. No problem. Steve, can you come back on after the Liverpool game to give us yeah, an update on what you've raised as well, please? What we'll do, no problem at all, mate. No problem at all. All right, take okay. care. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Um, and next on, we've got Aaron, Football Forever, DRIC. I'm taking that you're a Doncaster Rovers fan. I am indeed. Um, yeah, really good results today for us. So uh, buzzing about that. What was your result? Who did you play today? Uh, we got a two-one win over Plymouth. Really good, exciting performance. Where we've we've got four games in hand now on joint first in the league. Where we're right on course to being in the race for the for the title to get into the championship. So very exciting indeed. And you know the club from top to bottom is very exciting as well with the future under Andy Butler, obviously. Great. Um, so what brings you? Obviously, it's great to have fans from the club. What brings you on to? Onto here tonight. Um, it was just really talking about the because I got a chance to keep an eye on the the game today, and it was very interesting because obviously I've kept an eye on Wolves, and I know they've got some very exciting talent. Um, it's it's great to have uh, to see some of the talent on display, like the 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 the, the sorry the Neves, the uh, Patricio. I thought he was a good, experienced goalkeeper, um, and I think. Keeping an eye on the game, I think it could have ended 2-2 with more clinical finishing. I think that it was just a case of clinicalness. I think the first 15 minutes, Patricia really didn't have to do much. Uh, and then it's sort of the pressure told. And I think that, I mean, you look at the stats, I think Aston Villa had nine shots, two on target. Wolves had 10 shots, one on target overall. It was just about clinicalness, really. And I think it was just taking the shots. And I think the goals maybe could have come. But I think a draw was a fair result in the end because it was a very... Uh, even game, but um, I don't think Wolves are going to be in any, any danger. Neither is Aston Villa. I think both of them will try and get up into the top 10, but uh, it should be interesting to see who actually makes it into the top 10. But I think it's just see the season out and then uh, Wolves will recruit in the summer and so will Aston Villa. Yeah, I think we will kind of feel that on here. I mean, I've said it said at the start of the show tonight, I just want to get to the end of the season now. I think we're all there's been a lot that's happened, but if we can get through, then like what Dave just said with the last caller, then hopefully we can, um, you know, regroup in the summer and be better for it next year. And but from a fan perspective, I mean, you guys are obviously having a fantastic season in League One, and it's a shame not to be there. So I think absolutely, can, it's it is it, I'm not weird gonna lie, it's season. Hard because, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard because. Uh, one of our players today on this game made his 600th league appearance of his career. Um, and 
uh, I think it was the previous game or the game before, he made his 800th appearance in total in, in football. So, you know, we've got a legend in our ranks. We've had past legends in Premier League uh, clubs. Um, and, you know, James Coppinger's our legend. And, you know, this season's I, what we've what we believe to know is his last season after 17 years at the, at the club. He's retiring as a player this at the end of this season, unless he get, unless it takes for one more year to get the fans on side and see the fans see him off next season. Um, so you know, I think seventeen years at one club is you know amazing for us, and you know we hopefully move into more exciting times, which hopefully means the first season in the top flight. We've never been in the top flight, never been in the Premier League, and we want to get to that stage. Now, in the, the, uh, you have been a few seasons in the Championship. Is it the keep mode, Doncaster? Uh, Doncaster, and you're playing red and white stripes. That's that right. Yeah. I Is didn't. It? I never went to Doncaster away, but I know my sister, and my dad did. And Neil Collins scored a header, and it was one nil. I think that was I like. I remember Wolves. I remember Wolves in the Championship all too well. It was my sister's. Kid, 20, and... My sister went on her twenty-first birthday, and Neil Collins scored, and my dad like found some. Program seller that was like in a yeah. And I do remember, I do remember the last day of the 0809 season when Wolves beat us one nil just to, just to sweeten the the title. When the, you guys were already confirmed as champions, we finished near enough near the top ten under Sean O'Driscoll's management. So, uh, but I'm very excited. I hope we can get top flight football under Andy Butler because he's a good player to manager. Doncaster through and through knows the club, dedicates his life to the club, playing very exciting football, direct pressing. Um, you know, just just really just letting it all come out this season and hopefully we can get these promotions and start getting towards top flight football and hopefully face you guys again. Well, yeah, because I, I don't want to face you in the championship, so you're going to have to make it to the Prem. So. What's the highest position you've ever finished, Aaron? Um, I think it was 10th in the championship. Like I said, we've never been in the Premier League, never been in the top flight, so I think it was around 10th in the championship uh, back in 2010. So uh, hopefully we reach those heights again. Absolutely. Well, good luck for the rest of the season. It was obviously great to yeah. have you on tonight. So. I'll give my man of the match. In terms of my man of the match, I'd give it to Connor Cody because um, I think he's a good leader from the back, leads, leads the team from the back, absolutely, and... You know, I think he's very underrated in the defenders in England this season. So I give him my plaudits. And uh, I don't know who you guys are playing next, but I know that Liverpool. 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 I hope you guys get the victory because I think Liverpool's been on a bad run of form. So, and we'll we'll get the victory. Well, our next four games is Crew away, Northampton home, um, and then we've got Gillingham coming up as well in the next four games. So we've got a good run now where we can head towards the title, especially with the, the rivals dropping points. So uh, very excited and uh, honoured to be on the show today and hopefully come back on at the end of the season so we can oh. hopefully share our, share our glory. Always now, welcome. It's great to have a... You're our first Doncaster Rovers fan on the uh, on the channel. So uh, it's yeah. brilliant to... Uh, I do my own content as well. So uh, it's always nice to do content day in, day out for your football club. It's always, you know... I've had... A, like, th these past few days have been crazy for, for me. I never thought I'd be doing some of the stuff that I've done over the last few days. You know, talking to... Uh, Ian Danter from TalkSport about Darren Moore's exit to Sheffield Wednesday and about the appointment of Andy Butler. It's great to get his thoughts when he was doing the, the commentary for TalkSport 2 on the day of the Portsmouth match. And, you know, speaking to AFTV months ago about Doncaster's history with Arsenal. So I've done some stuff that I never thought I'd do. So, you talk uh, it's very nice well, Aaron. You talk um, very well, mate. 
Yeah, well and the done. clubs and the clubs a big supporter of the channel as well. The clubs always been a fan of the channel. I've had former players messaging me about the content as well. So it's and this is my first season on YouTube, so it's all it's all been going off in this first season. So hopefully it keeps going from here. If you go up to the championship, that's going to be good for you as well, mate. So uh, keep up. Yeah, and Newcastle fan TV, new my pie channel, etc. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> you think they're coming down, do you? I, my predictions, Newcastle, Sheffield United and West Brom. And you know what? I think that's three really good challenges for next season. And especially looking at the, the clubs coming up with us and the clubs staying in the championship as well with the likes of QPR, your Nottingham Forest, your, um, you know, the, I mean, if Bournemouth stay in the championship, that's going to be a wonderful fixture. So, um, you know, I'm praying we do get top two or playoff wins this season so we can uh, come up against these opponents and get two or three permanent transfers and a couple of loanies on permanent transfers that have been really good for this season over the door but it's you know we, we, I've been very excited about this manager because one of his top priorities was to keep the 11 players out of contract this summer on new deals and it's very likely we're going to sign all 11 of them according to club sources so uh, nothing can be further from the positive truth at the minute so it's it's all good Okay Aaron well thank you so much for joining us and uh, yeah, have a good rest of your weekend I hope you, hope you go up Thank you very much. And we'll get three points against crew on Tuesday. Thank you. You do that, mate. Take care, buddy. Bye. Thank you. And now to our final caller who's waited very patiently. It's Scott. Scott, before we get going, just sum up tonight's extra time for us, would you? Uh, probably one of the best extra times you've ever done, Dave, in all honesty. Um, I've laughed my head off uh, <laughs> at some of it. Um, it's been, how can I put it? It's probably been the most entertaining, um, a lot of, um, decent perspectives from a Wolves point of view and stuff like that. And then to top it off just with a, a lad who obviously has come across your channel whilst doing his own channel for his own club. And yeah, he talked well, spoke well. So all the best for him. Okay. So... We know you're a friend of the show. You're kind of one of our regulars now, Scott. So, what would you? What are your thoughts on? You've given us your thoughts on our show. So, what were your thoughts on Wolves's show performance? Well, let's put it this way: Villa against us today. Um, I wasn't happy with it. Um, I, I always try and look for the positives, as you know. And the positives for me was clean sheet. We still got a point. Um, we had chances, we created chances, even though it took us a long time to create those chances. But um, yeah, extra time for me made made today a lot better. Uh, <laughs> in all honesty, um, but now just talk, just for a second to just talk about this channel. Um, for for example, Wolfman Wolfman Jeff, um, I discovered him by accident when he first started his channel, and I was like, "What's this? Like, do you know what I mean?" It was called Soccer in the South or something like that. Um, and I, I followed him from there, and then obviously, once he started coming on Dave's channel as well, I thought, you know, like Dave says, he talks what well, he talks well, he, he analyzes games really well as well. And to have him on tonight's show, and then to be followed by the guy who's in the dark, <laughs> it's just so I, I, I still can't get over wolf man to ghost man to stat man. See, with ghost man, I think the story behind that is. When you get a blackout on Take Me Out, we never see the guy again. And that's probably because he's in the dark all the time. Do you know what I mean? So, but no, um, 
No, it's, it's been a great show tonight, and you know I'm glad to be a part of it and to give you my thoughts on the game. Yeah, if, well, we if, always enjoy your thoughts. I think everyone thinks you know you, you you always come with a really good point of view, so we we appreciate that. And I think tonight, I feel like I feel like the whole show has just been a roller coaster. I'm like sat here, and I just don't, I don't really know what's happened for the last nearly hour and a half. So we've literally this, had a football game in extra time. And it's probably more has happened within this extra time than the Wolves game, to be honest. You are kidding there, Amy. It's been yeah. unbelievable. I, I think you could you not know, watch the script. It you should know, be you the first guys, match of the day, to be fair. You guys give a match rating. Ask for a match rating and a man in the match. I should do that for tonight's extra time. <laughs> it's, that, it's been that good. Um, but no, it's it's been... It's been an awesome show, and I'm glad to be a part of it. A lot better than what we witnessed earlier, which, like I said, I always try to look for the positives. And uh, again, the clean sheet and a point was probably the best thing to come out of that game. Um, I agree with what Dave said. We will probably see Bolly against Liverpool. That's probably why you didn't feature today. Yeah. Um, and I know Jose gets a lot of slack, but today, I think in that Man City game, we were begging for that type of player to be between Neto and Traore to hold the ball up and, you know, make the odd pass here to get it going. And he kind of did that today because there was so many times that he booted the ball out of our area to clear it. Um, and he was one of them where, as a team player today, I thought Jose was fine. But as a striker, he, was, he wasn't that great. And that could go down again to the fact that he's not getting the service from the wingers because the wingers are looking to get a goal of their own, especially Neto. And I'm not going to blame Neto because we do need to start attacking more. And Neto was tremendous today. Traore looked lost um, in that first half. In the second half, he was a lot better, but not as great as we know he can be. And then I would also say that when Fabio Silva came on for Jose, he was a lot more active than Jose was, but I still think we lost that link-up play that Jose was giving us in spits and spats, because he wasn't constantly there like we're used to with Raul. Um, but no, it, it was a game that I was just hoping that we could get through, uh, get a point out of, because I, in my in my honest opinion, I thought this was going to be a 2-0 Wolves win. I thought if you scrap the Man City game and as a whole, I thought we still were in good form. We still have the momentum. Um, Villa weren't playing that well lately, so yeah. I thought Wolves were going to get a win here. But it just didn't work out that way, and we ended up just getting a draw out of it. But I'm, I'm happy that we got that because if you exclude the Man City game, we are still technically unbeaten because it's going to be hard to, for anybody to beat City at this rate. And yeah. with Liverpool being on the ropes like they are now, it's we've got to we've got to jump on that. We've got to capitalize on that and get try and get something out of that game. Yeah, I'd like and, to see. I, I really want to see Wolves beat Liverpool in the league because I think we've been quite lucky against them in the past few meetings. So. Oh, who have got Liverpool? Have Liverpool playing tomorrow? Who have they got tomorrow? They've got Fulham. They've got Fulham at Anfield, and Liverpool have lost five games in a row. Uh, I know when they'd lost four, it was the first time since 1923. I don't think they'd ever lost five games in a row. To lose again to Fulham tomorrow will be six games in a row they've lost. And the bizarre thing is, they were on this two year unbeaten run, they've lost one game, and then but psychologically, right. how does that work? It's bizarre, and they've lost five in a row at Anfield after being unbeaten in two years. Yeah, right. I'd be surprised if they didn't win tomorrow, Liverpool. But then Fulham have to win to keep there. So I think it's going to be a good game that tomorrow, to be honest. 
you look at this season as a whole for any team that's in the Premier League, it's been a weird one. Like oh, at, the be- at the begin at the beginning of it, Southampton were tearing the league up, and now you look at them now, they've gone back to being, I guess, what you call normal Southampton. And then you look at Liverpool, who took what over thirty years to to win the league. You think that they're going to come strong, and they get plagued with injuries. And even though they've still got a lot of key players within their squad, like us, they're still not hitting the mark. And it's the same with us. We've still got a lot of our key players, but we're still not hitting the mark. It's just a weird season. And this is why you're seeing teams like Villa, West Ham, Everton shining. Because I honestly honestly think next season, everything that you've seen this season will not happen next season. I think next season, Liverpool will be struck. A lot stronger, will be a lot stronger, and the top. Let's just put it this way: the top eight, seven teams. I would say the top seven teams, whoever they are, when this season finishes, will be will not be in the same order, if you know what I mean. And you'll probably get like Tottenham will probably be in that top seven, Liverpool will be in that top seven, but at the minute, Tottenham and I don't think Tottenham are in the top seven at the minute. No, and I know, I know Liverpool are just in it, so. It's one of them. It's a weird season. It's a weird season. That's why, like with this game, it just sums up that whole thing again where I just want it over and done with now. I just want us to get through the season. We're not going to get relegated. We're not going to get anywhere in the European positions. But let's just be grateful that we got through it. And then we have a decent pre-season with everybody back, including Raul, and go again and hopefully bring in somebody during the summer to uh, boost the squad a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think you've summed it up well there. That's a lot of my thoughts and feelings. It's been me and my dad have said all along that this, whatever happens this season is quite nil and void because you'll always look back and it'll be fantastic for City to win. I'd quite like them to see the quadruple, but it'll always kind of be a little bit tainted and it'd be like, well, it was a season when there was no pre-season. They're going to benefit because they've got such a big, good squad. And there's no fans. So I think there's a lot of factors that have obviously affected all teams that doesn't really make it a true season. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to next season for sure. And to finish off, Scott, your man of the match and um, and your rating just to finish the show? Uh, match rating, I would say six. Um, just because, again, it's a, a game of two halves. The first half, we didn't really show up. Second half, we did a lot better and we had so many chances to you know put a winner in and I'd still baffled to this day uh, well to, to this time should I say how Sace did not put <laughs> on the back of the net um, but he can be forgiven because Sace has been um, a great player for us this season uh, but yeah six man of the match definitely Neto Neto would look like he was the only one that was bothered about attacking um, until like the second half then a lot more people started moving into gear um, but yeah I'm just glad that we got a clean sheet, got a point, and we move on there. And we got like nine days, I think, till that Liverpool game. Yeah, it's week on Monday. Yeah, and I want to apologise for my rough appearance as well because I've had a shave. I've had and a you've not had a retro top on tonight either, which you've let us down on. <laughs> I am really rough at the minute. Um, I had a wisdom tooth out, and oh, no. I'm, on, I'm on a lot of medication. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> to, I hope to you're okay. With pain. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine, but that's why I had to have a shave as well because. Um, like if you feel this side of my face, it's like just normal, but then here it's all bumpy because all the swellings come out. So, this is why my face is all puffy at the minute. <laughs> um, I should have not really had a shave because you know I'm a lot fatter now in the face, but 
Um, nah, um, so I'm in a lot of pain, but I, I promised Dave I'd come back on, so I'm back on. Well, it's um, good to see you. It's always good to have you on, so thank you for joining I, I love, I love being on, especially tonight's show, especially tonight's show. <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate, in many years to come, when this is in the BBC archives or whatever... <laughs> You will be on the. You'll be part of that thing in the in the green room, laughing away with the rest of us. But yeah, it's been a classic. Thanks for joining us again, mate. No worries. Thank and if, you. if if you donate a pound, right, to that guy who has no light, we can help him get a light. Okay, so everybody in the chat room, let's let's donate to get him <laughs> a light. All right. Oh, fantastic. Cheers. No All the best. See bye. you later. Bye. Bye bye. So just going to change the background to uh, finish off. Oh, my goodness me. What an extra time that has been. Uh, it was, it's, it, we've, it's had everything tonight. Um, hilarious. I, 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 I haven't laughed this much in ages, I've got to tell you. It's been just brilliant. And you, you, when you put, a, you put the light on, I just I couldn't hold it back anymore. I didn't even think it was that funny, to be honest. But Everyone obviously I'm, missing the, I'm obviously missing my... It was because it was such a dry comment to follow it up, and it was just triggered. I mean, Speedy went off. I do off have a very off. good. I do not a good. I, I have a very dry sense of humour, so I like. I like putting humour is probably what I what I like. So, but yeah, I feel like it's been an emotional roller coaster this show. I don't really. It's it's had it all, hasn't it? So. I think of the people that anyone that's been watching in the comments, they've been having a laugh along with us. Some of the comments that they were put in when I when when Keith was on, because I was trying to listen to Keith and obviously he's in the dark, he hasn't got a thingy. And then some of the comments, I was just really trying to They were not very to funny. The comments it was, it were very so funny. comical. And Keith's been commenting like in with the band now. So I think he's taking it well as well. He's he's seen the funny side in it. So who's it's, that? Um, who's that? Keith's been commenting, so I think it's like the banter. Oh, it was brilliant. Wow. It was absolutely brilliant. It's like it was literally comedy gold. You could, it, it was just brilliant from, uh, you know, <laughs> Wolfman to from Ghostman to Wolfman to Statman. It was absolutely fantastic. I'd like, I mean, look here, Lee, brilliant. It's made his night. Um, we've got Shedman, Super Shedman, Fair Play, and <laughs> look. Bennett, my garden shed, my garden shed, uh, David Mole. It's absolutely brilliant. I tell you what, it's been entertaining, and that's what that's what it's all about. That's what this channel's all about. It's about giving people their views, being real, having a laugh, and um, you, I mean, it's just been fantastic. Have you have you you sticking with your two for your men of the match, or you, have you leaned to one side, or you're going to stick with your two? Yeah, I mean, everyone's saying Cody and Neto, but I do think Samado for me had a good game, and I'm, I am enjoying watching him play now. Um, so I just think overall it was an okay game. Um, nothing really to write home about, but a clean sheet. As my dad, Wilf, um, who hasn't been on tonight, always says, you can't lose if you keep a clean sheet, which is true. So, you know, you're halfway there. Um, and I think we've not had many this season, so it's great. That's a real positive, I think. And so, yeah, I think overall you can't grumble a point at Villa, who have had quite a good season. So I just hope that we can um, get the win against Liverpool because I do think we need that win. Um, it's nice because we, we, I think we, you know, 
many times we've been, I feel we've been like you, we've been unlucky against Liverpool. It'd be nice to get that victory uh, under our belt. And, um, you know, everyone that's watched tonight, I hope you've enjoyed it. Please smash a like, leave a comment, feel free to share. Um, hopefully a lot of other people can catch up with it as well. It will be on the podcast as well. So if you've watched it live, leave your comments like. If you've listened to it on the podcast, give us a rating on uh, on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And obviously, if you're watching it after the show, again, leave your comments and your thoughts. And if you do want to get on the show, like Keith and um, the Italian guy that well, from Wolverhampton, Giuseppe. Giuseppe. And- yeah, Wolf, and all the guests that we've had tonight have been absolutely brilliant. Just send a message to the page and we'll get you on in the future. Um, and I think that's just about time, isn't it, Ames? It is. I need to lie down after that, to be fair. I know. You've had three glasses of wine now, ain't you, as well? I have been over the course of six hours. So over six hours, yeah, absolutely not. brilliant. But, yeah, it's um, yeah, I need to recover from that show, to be honest. And no one would have missed anything on Match of the Day because we're on last anyway, so there you go. I don't mean, I don't know what they're going to say about it, Match of the Day, but anyway. <laughs> Risk of the season competition, I think. Yeah. Right. From, uh, from Amy and myself, thank you for joining. I hope you really hope you've enjoyed it and had a laugh and we've cheered you up. Um, and from myself, as I say, and Amy, cheerio, always Wolves. Always Wolves. Bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.